Hi, I'm Riley. Today we're going to be discussing a legendary event known worldwide and throughout history. That is those of the renowned Olympic Games. This is an international multi-sport event celebrated every four years as a global sports festival by people all over the world. But now, celebrations and festivities have been brought to a grinding halt and the entire event for 2020 postponed because of the dreaded pandemic known as the coronavirus. There's so much going on in the world that we live in today. Most of us have never lived through what we are going through now. So, naturally, many people have so many questions. And some of these questions could be, how did the Olympic Games come to be what they are today? What exactly is this coronavirus that everyone's talking about? And how is it affecting the world? Or, how is this affecting sports and the Olympic Games? So these are just some of the questions that we're going to answer. So let's backtrack slightly and start tackling these with what the Olympic Games are. Now I know that the last thing that you want is to hear an absurd amount of historical facts about the Olympic Games, but the gist of it gives us a better idea of its tradition. So, brace yourselves for this brief educational tour with me as your guide. The Olympic Games were first held in ancient Greece in 776 BCE and included sporting events equivalent to the modern day track and field events. After the re-establishment of the Olympic Games by Pierre de Coubertin in 1892, the man was applauded for such a change in its format. No one, not a single soul back in the late 19th century, would have imagined that the Olympics that de Coubertin somewhat designed would become as big as it has become today. The first Olympic committee after this re-establishment was created in June of 1894, and the first Olympic Games of the modern era opened in April 1896, two years later. Since this period in the late 1890s, the Olympic movement has continued growing significantly, and it still grows as time goes on. And naturally, I'm sure it will continue to grow in the future. As I've mentioned earlier, the games are a multi-sport event. So, they still include the different kinds of games such as the track and field events, but other events in today's Olympics also include swimming, tennis, volleyball, archery, cycling, BMXing, gymnastics, basketball, rowing, shooting, and many more. And these are just the events in the Summer Olympic Games. And for now, we are only going to focus on the Summer Olympic Games instead of the Winter Games. You see, I told you that little tour would be brief and educational. Are you not educated? Let's move on. This year, being 2020, was set to host the next Olympic Games in Tokyo, Japan. According to Olympic.org and the organizers of the event, it is now happening in 2021. The Games of the 32nd Olympiad of the modern era were said to be the most innovative ever organized and will rest on three fundamental principles to transform the world. Striving for your personal best, accepting one another and passing on a legacy for the future. Unfortunately, because of this pandemic that we are facing, the 2020 Olympic Games have already been postponed to the middle of 2021 next year. This is the first time in the history of the Games that they have been postponed. Well, on a lighter note, Japan will host its fourth Olympic Games, if we include the Winter Games of 1972 in Sapporo and of 1998 in Nagano. Okay, so we know now that this is the first time that the Olympics have been postponed in the history of the Olympic Games, and now that it's going to take place next year. But why is it happening? What are the reasons for it? So we've been hearing a lot about this coronavirus or COVID-19, but what is it actually? So coronaviruses are actually a type of virus and it is not one singular virus that many people have confused this new one with. 
There are many different kinds and some cause disease. A newly identified type has caused a recent outbreak of respiratory illness and that is now called COVID-19. So as I just said, COVID-19 is a respiratory illness and this moves into your mouth, nose, throat and lungs. It could cause your lungs to become inflamed and difficult for someone to breathe. Other symptoms would be a cough, a fever, aching muscles, sore throats, an unexplained loss of taste or smell and headaches. So simple flu-like symptoms as well. COVID-19 can lead to severe respiratory problems, kidney failure and death. And it has been reported that there are over 2 million confirmed cases of the virus worldwide and unfortunately over 150,000 confirmed deaths according to worldometers.info. I think as heartbreaking and as saddening this news is to hear the deaths and the number of cases that the COVID-19 virus has caused, it's very important to realize what it is, how it can affect you, and how it affects not only our society and communities, but the world as a whole. So shifting back to the Olympic Games on a more lighter note, I know there's one sport in particular that more than a handful of people are upset that they'll be missing, and that is the sport of sevens rugby. So sevens rugby is a relatively new sport introduced into the Olympic Games events, making its first appearance in the 2016 Summer Olympic Games in Rio de Janeiro in Brazil. Basically, rugby is a full-contact sport played by two different teams battling it out on a grassy field to score the most points as possible in the time given, similar to football. It is an extremely physically demanding sport, and while some deem it as barbaric, others are absolutely addicted to it, whether they are playing it or watching it being played. Rugby is also very popular in some of the Southern Hemisphere countries, such as Australia, Argentina, New Zealand, and my home country, South Africa. It is also very popular in some of the Northern Hemisphere countries too, like the United Kingdom, which consists of England, Ireland, Scotland and Wales, and France and Italy. You could say that rugby is just as popular in those countries as American football is here in the United States. We are fortunate enough to be joined by a guest speaker today who is an expert on rugby and a true student of the game. He is a talented young man hailing from Pretoria, South Africa, and this college junior who studies at Kutztown University of Pennsylvania captains the university's legendary D1A rugby team, and he is here today to give us his views on the Olympics being postponed and the COVID-19 pandemic. Thank you for joining us, Gerald Lowe. How are you? I'm doing well, man. Just trying to make the most out of this uh, shelter-in-place uh, phase that we're going through right now, but uh, thank you so much for having me. No, Appreciate thank it. you. Thank you for being here. Um, I just want to ask you a couple of questions, if you don't mind. Um, tell us a bit about yourself. Yeah, so I think the intro did a really good job. I'm a junior here at Kutztown. Um, I came to the US in 2017, so I've been here for almost three years now. And uh, yeah, I'm a rugby player. I'm a double major in finance and personal financial planning. And, you know, I've just tried to make the most out of my American experience here so far. Um, I've had a blast at the university. I've had a blast playing rugby and you know, I'm I'm just very fortunate to be in the position that I am right now. That's awesome. It sounds like you're grabbing every single opportunity presented to you. Tell me, how has the COVID-19 pandemic affected you? Uh, personally, it's kind of just affected me the way all students have been affected. Um, reducing my, uh, you know, my daily travel from the kitchen to the couch <laughs> to my room. Um, so yeah, it's... It's been tough. Uh, it's it's certainly a mentally taxing period um, because you're in the same surroundings every day. You kind of um, get caught up in, in it. And sometimes these things like, you know, it, it just feels like the walls might be closing in on you, stuff like that. And it's it's uh, 
so it's definitely been a challenge, but it's something that, uh, you know, has enabled me to learn and to grow as an individual. So I guess you should just always keep a positive perspective on things. Yeah, a difficult situation for a soldier, I must say. Uh, what sport do you look forward to uh, most in the Olympic Games and why? Well, I am a massive, massive fan of rugby, naturally. But uh, one of the other sports that I always enjoy watching is archery. I just think that it's it's such a technical sport mm. and I, I just really like watching it. It's very uh, amusing to me. I like that. I actually didn't expect an answer like that from such a, a hardcore, really well-built rugby player like yourself. <laughs> so um, do you feel that this postponement of the Olympic Games uh, will be detrimental to your aspirations uh, for rugby at all? Well, I don't think that it, it, it's, it will be detrimental to my aspirations, but you have to be... You have to accept reality. And I think that right now, all of us are just trying to, you know, do the best that we can to support everyone during this uh, COVID-19 crisis. Mm. And I think what we can do is just, you know, focus on the basics. So, yeah, it's a little harder for me now to get to the gym and, you know, get outside and be as, you know, active as I used to be. Um, as I said, my, my daily trips just con- constitute of me going to the fridge and then going back to the couch. Um, so it's tough for me on a personal level, just, you know, to keep yourself motivated, but the aspirations, they'll always be there, you know? So I don't think that it's, it's affected the aspirations, uh, as much per se, but it has affected the reality of the situation now. And, you know, the only thing that you can control is the way you respond to it. Yeah. I think that says a lot about your character and the person you are and how your drive from within kind of goes throughout your life like that, which is actually quite, quite rare to see in someone of your age so that's it's really good to hear yeah it's 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 not like it's uh you know uh sunshine and rainbows every day um there's tough days as well and uh you know you kind of just have to ground yourself and ask yourself why you're really in this thing mm-hmm. i mean uh definitely some days uh this semester has been tough uh you know looking at uh the weather back home in south africa you would know i mean mm-hmm. 90 degree weather beautiful yeah, sunny skies amazing yeah having a struggle with uh PA, you know, April showers makes it a little bit, a little bit tougher, you know? It does, it's really <clears> become <throat> difficult. Um, let me ask you something. So, uh, how can we, as a community, help those involved with the Olympic committees to show the support to them and to help them? Well, I think our duty as a community is pretty much summed up in how we respond, how we can respond to stop the spread of the virus. And this has been reiterated by government agencies all over the world. It's been reiterated by the schools about pretty much every institution that I've ever been involved mm. in. And I really think that this is, a, this is a chance for us to actually make the world a better place by just staying at home. You know, we all want, to, want things to go back to normal. Um, unfortunately, this is the hand that we've been dealt with and we kind of have to react to it, you know. So I think that the Olympic Committee's decision to, to postpone the Olympics was a wise one. You know, you don't want to risk uh, put any people at risk. Um, and that argument can go both ways. You know, you can, you can argue that, yeah, by the time that the Olympics would have rolled around, we, we are able to contain this virus, but at the end of the day, we much, we'd much rather be proactive about it. So, um, I'm digressing a bit there, but what it comes down to is just, you know, do what's expected of you to, uh, contain this virus, you know, shelter in place, support your local community where you can, um, 
just do the small things, you know? And at the end of the day, that's going to keep you sane as well. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So you're kind of going along the lines of doing less is kind of more in this situation. And you mentioned something about uh, if the <coughs> Olympics does, or the time of the Olympics comes around, what would we do? Which kind of springboards into my next question. Um, if restrictions are lifted worldwide by that time, what would your opinion be about perhaps bringing the Olympics back to the original date of 2020 instead of having it postponed back to, or to next year? Well, you have to remember these are athletes and to compete at the Olympics, you have to be in peak performance, right? Yes. So we've discussed before um, how this whole COVID-19 virus has halted our daily lives. Mm-hmm. I mean, athletes are normal people as well. So it's halted, their, it, it's changed their training routine. So I don't think that it would be fair, even if we contain the virus, I don't think it would be fair towards the Olympians because they're not able to train the way that they want to. So they won't be in peak condition uh, going into the Olympics. So I think the fact that they ruled um, the Olympics as uh, postponed to 2021 is a, good, uh, is, a, is, a, is a good ruling. And it gives athletes another year to prepare to reach their peak performances. Right. So given the severity of this pandemic that we're all experiencing right now, what in particular are the measures that you're taking at home and i know you said that you're staying at home and like going back to the idea of doing less is more but what in particular are you doing to protect yourself and others during this time well it's just the you know the textbook version of uh self-isolation so invest in some masks uh invest in hand sanitizer um i pretty much only spend time with my roommates uh so just trying to do my part by sheltering in place to give you an example if we even go to the grocery store um, I wear gloves, I wear my mask, uh, try and limit contact with uh, the uh, products sold at the grocery store, try and limit contact with other people when I'm at the grocery store. And then when we come home, you know, wipe off all the packages. And I know this might sound a little, you know, a little over the top, but at the end of the day, I'm just trying to do my best and try to prevent the, 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 the spread of this virus. No, I understand that completely. I think I'm in the same boat. I even wipe down my groceries when I get home because that's how pedantic some people have become in this day and age with this pandemic. Um, finally, just my last question for you. What advice do you have for those like you looking to go professional in your sport, but you've now been forced out of it for this time being in the virus? What can you say to someone who's in the similar boats as you? <laughs> well, I guess that's a, that's a million dollar question I'm asking myself right now, right? Um, no, I think, you know, from, it's, it's easy to say these things. It's a lot harder to practice them in real life. But one thing that I love about the game that I play is that it's so applicable to real life. You know, Mm. sometimes you get caught off guard and you kind of have to scramble to, to be able to make that tackle and to be able to prevent the opposition from Mm. scoring. And right now our opposition is COVID-19, you know, so we gotta, we gotta make sure that we do what's necessary to prevent COVID-19 from, you know, wrecking havoc further on this, on, on the planet. So I think, and, and, and this sounds very cliche, but control the things that you can control, you know, do what you can to contain the spread of this virus, do what you can to uh, keep yourself active, to keep yourself in a, in a, in a good mental state, you know, and cause I really think that that is, that's what this whole COVID-19 outbreak boils down to, you know, we as humans have never been in a situation like this before, mm. uh, at least not modern society. So we're so used to things being interconnected and being, you know, with each other and being social that like taking that aspect of our, of our daily lives away makes us feel like, you know, we don't really know what's going on. We don't know mm. how to react. So just stick to the basics, make sure that you are able to, you know, control the things that you can 
and really look after yourself. I mean, there's always there's support systems out there. Um, make sure that you, you talk to people that care about you. Make sure you reach out to your family. This is a time where you can really invest in yourself, you know. And sometimes investing yourself is as easy as just, you know, making sure that you're in the right mental state. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to learn a new skill or become the fittest man on the planet or, you know, do something crazy like, you know, social media might impose on us. At the end of the day, all of us are different, right? And we just got to make sure that whatever person you are at this moment, you are happy with that and you're content with that, right? So I think that's, that's all it comes down to, you know, at the end of the day, if I'm in a good mental space coming out of this COVID-19 outbreak, I'm going to hit the ground running and I'll be back on track and I'll be ready with, uh, you know, ready to compete at the highest level again within, you know, a month, maybe two. So I've got to work off this uh, COVID-19 belly that I've uh, added on, you know. <laughs> Gerald Lowe, thank you very much for joining us. Um, so Gerald Lowe is in his young, t- early 20s and just listening to him speak here, the wise words of the man, he's got the experience under his belt, he knows what he's talking about and I think his message to everybody out there is also just to stay safe, be who you are and don't worry, I think, because if you worry then you're going to just put uh, extra stress on yourself and I think we just need to look after ourselves and... The rest will take care of itself. Gerald Lowe, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Okay, so now that we have a better grasp on what this pandemic is that's affecting the world that we live in today, as well as taking a deeper dive into the Olympic Games' plans, I think it's quite clear that actions taken for one thing are definitely a byproduct of another. I think those personal views from Gerald Lowe that we just heard also shows how people who are so passionate about sports as a whole are affected by the actions taken by everybody worldwide. I think the views of people can differ drastically as well, depending on the grounds that they view things on right now. Someone can have a very strong view of why things like sports should continue based on the love and the pure passion that they have for it, just like Gerald has. But on this other, more logical side of things, someone can argue that it's in everybody's best interest to put sports and other recreational activities on hold for the time being and make the safety and health of people their number one priority instead. Personally, I tend to agree with the latter argument, since this makes much more sense to me. I think if we can sacrifice just a portion of our time now to be able to continue having the sports and other events in the future for a much longer time, then it's only right to take these steps now to look after what we all love, obviously. I hope you've enjoyed being a part of this little journey that I've been able to take and to take you along with me. I know that this is a difficult time for many people, especially those who are involved in some sort of activity outside of everyday life. But my message for you, if you take anything away from this, is to stay optimistic that these tough times will eventually end, and things will go back to normal soon. We will have our beloved sports and our beloved Olympics back. So my message for you today, if you take anything away from this, is to stay optimistic that these tough times will eventually end, and the things will go back to normal soon. We will have our beloved sports, and we will have our beloved Olympic Games back, and we will, if anything, cherish these tiny moments far more than we ever did before. So, without further ado, let the optimism games begin!